0: Good morning and welcome to another episode of Practicing His Presence with Elder Gail Osby. It is a delight and a joy to be here with you today, to begin to speak to you, to share the Word of God. Oh, I am so excited. I know I've been away for a few weeks, but guess what? I'm back and I am ready to talk about the Word of God. The Bible is so is so life-giving. There's so much that God poured out through his apostles and his, and his prophets and people. And you know that God has a chosen people. So today I just want to speak to you about something that's dear to my heart. And that is the ministry of deliverance. God's chosen people, the Israelites, they received deliverance time and time again. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They didn't. They may not have had someone call them and say, Devil, come out. They didn't do an exorcism. But God took them out of trouble. He would remove the trouble. He would cast their enemies out from before them. He would show them how to remove their enemies. So they were delivered. Time and time again, we see a difference between the Old Testament deliverance and the New Testament deliverance. See, when Jesus came on the scene, I love the fact that that he made it more personal. He made it more, he took it out of the tribe of Israel and he made it you and I. When we stand in need of deliverance, Jesus gives us a prescription. He gives us a way to receive what we need. So today I just want to share some nuggets with you and we're going to continue on for a while in this particular area. I want to make sure that you understand that as a child of God, and if you have a covenant with God then you have certain rights that you are entitled to, you have certain uh, 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 things that, take, that are of the kingdom that God has given, he has ordained that the children should have. So when we know our God, when we are walking in the covenant of God, we are entitled to have the blessings of God bestowed upon us. And one of those blessings is the ministry of deliverance. Hallelujah. You know, since deliverance, it's the work of the Holy Spirit. It can build us up and it can also edify the church. See, it's when we can tear down strongholds that the enemy has erected and help to build up the work of God. I want to read you two scriptures that refer to deliverance. The first scripture is Matthew 15, verses 22 through 26. And in these two scriptures, this first scripture, I want you to listen for key words. Amen. It says, And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me. O Lord, thou son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshiped him saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Mark chapter seven, verses 26 through 27 says, the woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him, him being Jesus, that he would cast forth the devil <coughs> out of her daughters. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it unto the dogs. You see, both of these scriptures, they reference the children's bread. Or we can say this, Deliverance is bread for the children of God. It is and should be a part of our spiritual diet, our spiritual makeup that we have a right to partake of. You see, when deliverance is not a part of our lives, we become what's called spiritually malnutrition. We can't receive all that God has for us. Bread, when we talk about the word bread, bread simply means what? Food is defined as a means of support, maintenance. We eat every day. Doctors tell us to eat how many meals a day? Three meals a day to make sure that our body is healthy. So if we miss out on receiving deliverance or accepting deliverance, we're missing out on a part of one of those meals or the meals that God has given us. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit. Yes, we believe in salvation. But see, when we ignore, we even believe, we believe in healing. But we say, oh, no, 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 deliverance, no. There's no devils here. That's a part of the diet. That's a part of our food plan. So if you leave that out, you're missing one of the ingredients that'll make you whole. You're missing a part. So we need our bread to be to endure and to be sustainable. See, without bread, we get weak because the enemy comes in and he begins to buffet our bodies, begins to take a toll on us. He begins to 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 come against our health. He begins to come against you know our thought life. He can take advantage if we're not careful and if we don't use all the tools. That God has given us to stay fit, healthy, and suitable for every occasion. To be at our top peak. Yes, yes, amen. So the church has been trying to bring deliverance to the world. To the sinners. We go out and we say, Jesus loves you. And we, we tell them to be saved. But the Bible says, according to Mark 27, let the children, the children of God be filled first. In other words, we cannot bring successful deliverance to the world until we bring it to the church. Hallelujah. So bread is not a luxurious food. But it's a staple. It's something that we need to eat. We need to have. We need our vegetables. We need our meats. We need our eggs. We need need certain things in order to build our body. So since bread is a staple food, and since deliverance is the children's bread, then we can conclude that deliverance is of primary importance to the life of the believer. It is. A sustaining yeah. principal element of the spiritual diet of the church. Psalms 104, verses 14 and 15 says, He causes the grass to grow for the cattle, and herbs for the service of man, that he may bring forth food out of the earth, and wine that maketh glad the hearts of men and oil to make his face to shine, and bread which strengthens man's heart. Oh, don't you just love that? Notice he said that the bread strengthens the heart. In other words, the heart is being improved. The church, in order to grow healthy, must begin to receive deliverance. Our bread makes us strong. The lack of deliverance, the lack of this bread, it makes us weak. Every believer needs a refreshing of deliverance as a part of the diet of their life, for their life's sake, which causes them to be healthy, strengthened, and refreshed, that they may come into the newness of life. Hallelujah. So in your local churches, and many times we don't see deliverance taking place in local churches. Some pastors just don't believe in it. And that's okay. You know, you hear of of people going out and searching out deliverance ministries because they know something's wrong. But in their particular church, they don't do deliverance. That's not the uh, uh, mandate that God gave. To your particular pastor or to that particular pastor, so they don't do it, they don't partake in it. But the the people are seeking places where they can receive their wholeness, they can receive deliverance. So they seek out deliverance ministries and they come to them. But the only problem with that, when they leave those deliverance ministries, how are they going to maintain what they received? if they're no longer under that teaching so that they may understand what it is God is doing in their lives, the transformation that he's, he has begun in them. You know, men sometimes have to think about that as they're moving from place to place seeking help. Sometimes God may not be just saying, go here and receive your deliverance and go back home. He might be trying to change you. If you need that deliverance, there's maybe a season that you may need to to stay there to be built up so that you know how to fight the wiles of the devil so that he can't come back into those doors that he had once come in. Well, let me move on. That was just a small nugget. Deliverance ministry should be instituted in every local church. And that's just what I was saying regarding some churches. They say, it's not my mandate, but here, the word of God, first Peter chapter five, verses one and two says the elders, which are among you, I exhort who am also an elder and a witness of the suffering of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God, which is among you taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy liquor, but of a ready mind. In Acts 20 verse 28 says, take heed thereof unto yourselves and to all the flock, not just one, not just one church, not just one congregation, not just one city. He said, all the flock, over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseer. So in other words, he's talking to the shepherd. He's talking to the pastors to feed the church of God, which he has purchased with his own blood. Oh my God, that is so powerful. That is powerful. Jesus is telling you, pastor. Jesus is telling you, shepherd, Feed my people. Don't make them malnutrition. Don't give them a little bit. Give them what I gave to you. We can't pick and choose what we want to give out. But we've got to give the word of God. And I know, yes, God gives us and he tells us what to feed the people. But he's not going to leave out deliverance. He's not going to leave that out. He cares about his children and he knows that we go to things. He knows that the world is wicked. He knows we're living in the end times, the last days, the evil times. He knows the heart of some men. They're not pure. And he knows that we go amongst them as sheep. So when we come out, we might have a little bit of whatever is on the world on us. So God gives us times and seasons where he brings us into deliverance and he sets us free from all those things that have contaminated us, that have kept us from being whole or being pure or being sanctified and separated unto him. Oh my God, I am loving this. Hallelujah. So to give food to the church of God. Since deliverance is the children's bread and the elders are commanded to feed the flock, then it is the responsibility of the pastor to minister and to teach deliverance to the church of God. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness, I am enjoying this. Most pastors have been taught that feeding the church is only preaching and teaching the word of God. And most churches spend much time conducting Bible studies and preaching sermons on Sunday nights to feed the flock of God. However, there are many believers that have heard many sermons, attended many Bible studies and still are not satisfied, still are not set free. They come in one way and they go out the same way. They're not receiving what they need in order to live a productive life, a life that God gives, the quality God gives. Gives. He wants us to walk in the spirit of excellence. He wants us to walk in the spirit of holiness. And how can we do that if we are burdened down with the oppressions of the devil? How can we walk in the fullness of God? How can we profess our holiness to people? How can that light shine? In us and around us. When well, we have not. Been given a full diet. When deliverance is being left out of the churches. Well they say bring an itinerant minister in. And let him do a service. And rebuke everybody. But that's not what deliverance is. God loves us so much. He knows he went around And what did he do? He began to touch the lives of the people. He didn't say, hey, how'd you get in that trouble? He didn't ignore them. He allowed them to come to him. And he forgave them their sins and said, be thou made whole. He commanded the spirits to go. Yes, he did. You know, that's what has to take place. We can't leave that part out. We can't leave it out. You know, preaching and teaching, yes, is a major part of feeding the flock. Yet, if the flock is not receiving the deliverance ministry of casting out demonic spirits that are controlling their minds, their bodies, their wills, that church is not being fed properly. In other words, preaching and teaching are a part of feeding the flock. But without deliverance, the feeding is incomplete. If deliverance is the children's bread, then pastors, you're going to have to feed your flock. You can't neglect it. You can't ignore it. You're going to have to cast out demons. If you want a healthy church... If you want a people that can grow in God and learn more of God, then you're going to have to remove the hindrances that are keeping them from growing. Ezekiel 34, 1 and 2 says, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel, prophesy. And say unto them, Thus said the Lord God unto the shepherd, Woe be to the shepherd of Israel that do feed themselves. Shall not the shepherd feed the flock? Ezekiel gives a prophetic word against shepherds that refuse to feed the flock. He said, Woe, woe unto you. Woe means calamity and trouble that will come upon you. Pastors who neglect to minister deliverance to the flock provided for them through the deliverance ministry, my God, my God, my Lord, so we we don't want to be in that state or condition, so my prayer is that the eyes of the understanding of every pastor God has given sheep to, flock to, every pastor who is out there that is ministering the word of God, that they won't look over the ministry of deliverance, that they will begin, if they're not already doing so, feeding the sheep because God desires that his children be fed. Well, that's it for the word of God for me today. And I just thank God for you being a listening audience. And I pray that the word of God will have full effect upon your ministry, upon your thinking, and that you will receive what is being said today. And that you will take it and you will begin to transform your churches and transform your prayer groups and transform your cell groups or whatever group you're in. You'll begin to study the the ministry of deliverance. And you ask God, how to set up deliverance teams? How do I get delivered? What must I do to come out of the old and come into the new? And let God touch you. Let God show you and lead you to men and women who are already walking as fathers in this ministry. So I thank you for listening today. May God bless you.